Welcome back to the Bushnell Project and the December Project here, looking at the incarnation of God. Hope uh, hope everybody is enjoying this as much as I am, just reliving and rethinking and pondering through the scriptures here this amazing time of year in, in the incarnation of God. This is when we celebrate the birth of Christ. Obviously, for anybody who is intelligent enough to put two and two and four and eight together and multiply that a few times, that obviously Jesus was not born this time of year, but this is when we celebrate the birth of Jesus and to look at why he was born. So we've looked at a lot of things up to this point that he was God and that he was fully man. And now I want to talk briefly about born to die, which is going to take us into the thinking of made less than God, and that's sort of a question. But want to look at a, a few verses. You know, we talked about First John last week, and the Word became flesh and and made His dwelling among us. That's from John chapter 1, verse 14. I want to jump to 2 Corinthians, Paul's letter to the Corinthians, in chapter 8, verse 9. So 2 Corinthians 8, 9. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Now, to think that God became man, that he was born to die, so that we could be made rich, or that we could be redeemed, or we could be justified and sanctified. The reality is so that we could be purchased. There is a huge debt. And someone had to pay it. We had no chance of paying it. No chance whatsoever. All of us, with, if we were to take all the goodness of man and could somehow separate us from all the evil of man, we still wouldn't have enough goodness in all of man to buy or pay for this debt. It was going to take God himself in Christ Jesus becoming man to make that payment And so, not only was he born as a man, or born into manhood, but he was born to die. And, you know, as we think about the gifts we give and the things that we do at Christmas time, and and some of the charity we might do, whether it's visiting people in the nursing home, or, or, you know, maybe visiting family or connecting with family we haven't connected with in a while, or, or visiting our neighbor, whatever it might be this time of year, that in the greatest moment of our goodness, that our goodness is nothing compared to what Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, has done for us in not just being born, but being born to die on the cross, giving up the riches of heaven to come down as a baby born in a stall in the animal area where the People in the town of David or Bethlehem kept their animals. That's where you kept your animals, people. This is where you placed them. And he came down and was born there and was laid in what cows would eat from on his first night on planet Earth. Oh, isn't that a great way to treat a God visiting us, right? Or the one true and only living God. So as we ponder and we're right in the week leading up to Christmas and I know that everybody's getting eager for that a few more days of school travel 
getting ready for people to come visit, all those things, how are we really grasping the reality that the King of Glory, with all that he had, he had no need for us, still came here. And he came here to die. He came here to die for you and for me. And that's just, I think, a good way to think about the reality of Christmas, the reality of the Christ, the Messiah, being born in the little town of Bethlehem more than 2,000 years ago. And to ponder his love for you and for me. To me, that is, while that's greater than any gift or gifts any of us could receive. God bless you. Have a great day.